Hello, John. How's it going? Howdy. Uh, it's going. It's a. It's a. It's another day. It's another week. Nothing is happening. Uh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Um. It. Well. It is my birthday. Uh. So that's something cool. And it won't be whenever what? this episode comes out. But right now it is my birthday. What the hell? Uh. So that's cool. I guess. Um. What the hell? I'm happy, kind of in... happy birthday. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I was kind of been sitting around all day. I, I didn't realize I, I have your birthday like on my contact for you in my phone and it didn't like notify me or anything. That's fucked up. I, w- I would have said something like way sooner. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. I can't remember any of my friends' birthdays. So like it's it's I, I don't expect anybody to remember mine. Yeah, I get that. that that's why I put people's <laughs> birthdays like on their contacts so that I'll get notifications. Mm-hmm. It, it, it used to do it, but. I don't know. My phone's like falling apart, and I need a new one. Sometime. So my uh, so so like forgetting so the, my funny birthday story for today is that um, so like I haven't been on Facebook in like probably five years or something, right? Yeah. I have Messenger on my phone, so I can talk to my parents, but that's it. Yeah. Um. So like, I just kind of assume that people are probably posting happy birthday on my Facebook, but like I also assume that that's the only thing I've posted on my Facebook for the past like four years, so I don't like I don't care. Like, I don't know. If you want to write happy birthday on my Facebook page, then, like, sure. I'm, I'm going to go um, do that right now. <laughs> I forgot that you, I forgot that we are friends on Facebook that you could do that. Um, but, uh, I, the, the, so, the only person who I got a birthday message from on Messenger, besides, uh, my parents, was a Smash player who I hung out with, like, three times in 2017, uh, who is, like, a nice guy, uh, by all accounts, um, but I had just not, I had just forgotten he existed, um, and I don't know why he messaged me today, um, but it was, it was a weird little moment of, like, sometimes people from your old circles kind of just are there, yeah. randomly. Um, so, that was, that was my funny, my funny birthday wish for today, um, so, uh, I guess, shout out to Rob Fox, uh, Philly, uh, product on player, um, Cool guy. Your <laughs> Facebook wall is insane because it it is just all birthday wishes, but they're all from different people and they're all from different years. <laughs> you know what? I I that's I I couldn't have expected anything less. Like like you um, you you. There's only one other one besides me for today, and then there's three for 2021, <laughs> and then there's two for 2020, and then there's two for 2019, and then two for 2018. That's amazing. I literally have not used that website um, since, like, my ju- uh, sophomore year of college, I think. I I have, like, a familial obligation to use Facebook because my my grandma and my mom both think that Facebook is, like, the internet. Like, it's the only <laughs> thing that exists because it's the only thing they know how to access. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, like, if they put something on my Facebook wall and I don't interact with it, they'll be like, why didn't you Why didn't you like the post that I, that I put on your Facebook? And I'm like, I live with you. You can just tell me to come look at it. Why didn't you reply to me on the internet? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Facebook. Facebook. Cool. <laughs> uh, uh what else funny do we got going on oh um this was something funny over the week uh we talked about uh the new final fantasy last week right yes 
I downloaded it. Yes. Um, on on my 2017 one terabyte PS4. No. <laughs> I downloaded one of the most poorly optimized Square Enix games in recent memory. <laughs> and um, I wish I had recorded. I, I should record a PS4 share of it. But um, so. Uh, that game has, it's like a lot of modern console games. It's got a performance mode and a, like, uh, like a, uh, what do you call it? Um, the look good mode. The one that I never pick. Yeah. Um, so if I go with the, uh, the performance mode, it literally downscales the game to 480p and it still runs at 20 FPS. Ah! (laughs) Um... And the other mode is, like, not much better. Uh, or it's it's much slower, and the resolution, like, sometimes looks at the 720p. Uh, just an incredible, incredibly released state for... Incre- incredibly finished state for a released video game to be in. Um, so, yeah, one trillion copies. A cultural reset. <laughs> I am really looking forward to playing it whenever I get a PS5. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a launch PS4. Uh, the, yeah, my grand my grandpa managed to grab me one like launch week and gave it to me for Christmas that year, and I it it, it is so hard fighting the urge of of like picking up games that have came out like really recently that are for some reason still playable on PS4 and like trying to play it on my launch PS4 because I I know if I try I will burn my house down. You should try Elden Ring. <laughs> Partially because I've heard that game actually runs really well on PS4, but also because I think it'd be funny if your PS4 exploded. <laughs> yeah. um, gaming. Speaking of yeah. gaming, yeah, I've been I've been replaying Portal. That's oh. that's the big thing that I've been doing this week. That game is really good. Have you been Have you been enjoying it? Uh. I finished the first one. It was it was a treat because I the last time I played it was on my copy of the orange box for the Xbox 360 back in like Holy 2010. And Jesus. And it was it was it was a treat going back to it. It it I think that like in my memory I I like overwrote how the actual game played and like replaced all the videos that I saw of like Portal 2 movement and just transposed it into Portal 1 in my memory because that game felt way slower than I remembered. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I feel like I'm walking through jelly. And Yeah, Portal 1 kind of hard to go back to after yeah. 2. It's it's still good. It's got that touch. It's 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 a Portal game. <laughs> I I I love it. Um but I've been I I never actually played Portal 2 when it when it came out. Really? Uh, I I got caught up in the hype when it came out, and I bought it on my laptop that I had at the time, which was unfortunately too doo-doo <laughs> to, to play Portal 2, because I remember the first time I tried to boot it up, my entire computer locked up, and I had to, like, take the battery out. Oh my god. Uh... And, and I didn't... I, I was a dumb little kid, and I didn't know about Steam refunds, so I just kind of kept the game and like never attempted to buy it on anything else uh mm-hmm. and i just settled to watch like playthroughs of it um and i've i've been playing through it for the first time this week and it is it is very fun uh 
I think I, I I'm starting to believe that Portal Two may be the most important video game of all time. Yes, uh, ironically. Yeah, uh, it's good. I'm only at like chapter four, so a little bit less than the halfway point. Um, I don't I don't remember chapter numbers in that game. There's ten chapters. Uh, okay. I, I and I remember that specifically because uh, chapter ten is the part where he kills you, and that's oh yeah, <laughs> very funny. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm probably gonna finish that up this weekend, and then I'm gonna probably play through co-op because I've wanted to play through co-op for like a really long time. I do you think we can milk some content out of this? Um, I don't know. I already have somebody lined up to play with, and I would feel pretty bad if I like retracted that. <laughs> That's fair. All right, that's that's totally fair. But yeah, but yeah, man. Portal. That, <sighs> Portal. Oh my god, Portal is like one of those games that like it never really gets talked about much. It, it, man, Portal Two was such like a foundational game uh, in my childhood because uh, that game came out in like 2011, right? Yeah, it was like same year, same year Skyrim, um, and that was the year that I turned 13. So like I was in like the prime age to soak up all this shit. So like that was like Portal Two was like my foundational like teenage game that was out at the time yeah um and i i think that it you might be right that it's like the most culturally like the most culturally important video game of all time um it's so it's i feel like you don't even need to say anything about how good they are right yeah like but it, it but at the same time like it it people don't really talk much about those games anymore uh and it feels weird that they don't really get a lot of discussion these days but i think part of that might just be that like everything has already been said about them because there was a i i feel like um if anybody in the crowd has not played portal 2 before or like if you've played it before but it's been a while um like it the portal 2 was like so head and shoulders above any other video game that came out like in the in like the 10 years that preceded it yeah um, it was insane. It's such a polished, uh, experience. Like, that is the video game that defines polish to me. Yeah, um, th- yeah, there's, there's, like, so many things that, that are, like, easy to miss, and if you, if you, like, take the time to, like, zone in on, like, a random corner in one of the rooms in Portal 2, you'll, like, find, like, this really meaningless animation that, like, the wall is doing, or, like, something quirky going on. It's, like... Why did the devs take the time to put that much polish in? It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. it's good. I love it. Yeah. What? A, yeah. I gotta go back and replay Portal Two, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have brought this up. Shit, that video game is so fucking good. It, it like the main the main reason why I went back and decided to play him is because like Portal's been on my mind recently because of the the desk job game that they released for the Steam Deck, and it. it I I, oh, yeah. I I started feeling really bummed because I was like, man, the Steam, not Steam, the Portal franchise has really been reduced to like tech demos for Valve's new hardware. Yeah, it's it's like it sucks how Valve in the like Valve in its golden age was like one of the most insanely good video game developers like out of uh, the English speaking world in general. Yeah, and like they just don't make games anymore, and it's really depressing what are we talking about they got the they got the dota card game <laughs> true true they got half-life alex i do need to play that whenever I get a vr setup oh yeah i i i i like recently picked up like it was a bundle on steam that had like all the valve old, old valve games and 
Half-Life is another one of those things that I never actually got around to fully playing. Like, I played... I've, I've only played base Half-Life 2 because it was in the orange box, same. and I never got around to playing the two episodes afterwards. Uh, yeah, but I, I did enjoy my time with Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2 is, like, also one of the best fucking games ever. Yeah. Um, the, I, I, Highway 17, or, that's, wait, is that, is Highway 17 Halo or Half-Life? I forget. There's a Highways. Uh, I'm bad with my Highways in video games. The, um, the highway level in Half-Life 2. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not a real gamer. Uh. Yeah, it's, whatever. yeah, it's, it's Half-Life 2, Highway 17, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Alright, uh, yeah, like, that level is, like, I think one of my favorite levels in any video game ever, because it's so, like... It's the perfect, it's like long, but it's the perfect amount of long. Like, it's open enough that you can kind of do it how you want. You can go in the houses, you can just kind of ride through the whole thing. Like, ugh. Half-Life 2 is just the fucking greatest video game. Also, the, like, man. Yeah. Shout out, shout out Old Valve. Shout out Half-Life Full Life Consequences. Shout out, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> video games. Video games. Speaking of video games. <laughs> oh, you stole my transition. Continue. What are we, what are we here for? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I th- uh, we, we could hypothetically talk about uh, the two volumes of Hive Swap Friends Sim that we read for today. Do we want to do that? I think I do. Is it worth doing that? Some... <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's worth doing. Okay. Uh, we, we got a weird time here today on our hands. Um, so, uh, I, I suppose we can, we can, uh, dive right in, uh, with our first, with our first troll, uh, Azdaja, um, the, the man, the myth, the legend, probably my favorite from today, uh, he fucking rocks, um, yep. I, I love him, he's so great, uh, he is um extremely transparently just an an he's an anime rival character. He is Vegeta, he's Kaiba, yeah. he's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um he's 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 obviously Vegeta, he's a little bit less obviously Kaiba, but he's extremely Kaiba. Um He's so much fun. Uh the I love the um the anime rivalry relationship he has with Konal. I love that that's kind of how it, that's kind of what I read from it. Yeah. Um it's so it's so good. Um, he's a really fun character to spend time with. Uh, I, he's just so it's it's so much fun. Um, not a lot like really happens though. Yeah, he's he's just kind of an anime character, and like that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the I'm the the main thing I got of it is like I really just do like how he's written. Um, I. I like the way that he talks about uh, Konal. I think it's very cute. Uh, yeah. Where is it? Um, the The line that I that I uh, went that I went to for this was um he says like it says like uh he mentions something about her and he says uh he's grinning like he's really proud of her and fond of Konal being the sort of girl who'd make mincemeat out of somebody as soon as the uh, she would strike up a conversation with them. Um, that's 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 just like such a flavorful uh description. I think it really. It it, it it works for me because it calls out that kind of like anime rivalry trope you're used to with like the Vegeta character and their begrudging respect of the their the main character. Yeah, I don't know. It's silly, um, but it it works really well for me. 
uh, overall great. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, I realized though there was like I was feeling like it didn't quite it wasn't quite clicking for me. Um, and then I realized that the reason that I didn't immediately recognize it as like the anime rivalry thing is because it's not gay. Um, there's no erotic tension to be found in this anime rivalry, and I think that was what uh, I didn't I didn't quite pick up on it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is an anime rivalry. Um, took me a minute. I figured it out. Um, yeah, uh, what else here? Uh, I think his, his ego about him, his ego is really funny. Uh, the part where he describes himself as, like, a prince, um, is very comical when contrasted with his, uh, actual cast status. Yeah. Um. Isn't that just a direct Vegeta reference? Like, him calling himself a prince? I think, probably. Um, I, I, the, yeah. If I remember correctly, Vegeta was like the prince of Vegeta's the prince of the Saiyans. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not big into DBZ, so <laughs> I all, <laughs> all my memories are from like Toonami in like 2009. I'm not a huge DBZ head. I would like to be a bigger DBZ head, um, but it's it's one of those shows where there's just a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, I might read the manga at some point. I don't know. But yeah. Watch out, we uh, have a manga read over here. Right back I, I like up. reading manga. What's wrong, what's wrong with reading manga? Oh, that was... Oh, man, that, that just reminded me of one of the talking points that I was going to bring up, like, before we started talking about this. Uh-oh. Maybe I'll talk about it at the end. Okay. Um, I, I, I suspect there'll be room for uh, anime and manga-related discussion later in the episode anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the... <coughs> The, um, I, I have in my notes that, uh, if, if not for Sarava, I would think at this point that, uh, like, extreme overinflated ego would just be a, is just like an endemic trait to Mustard Bloods. Yeah. Um, but, uh, thank you, Sarava, for breaking that stereotype. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoy Azdaja as a, as a flavorful character. Um, the, I like the bad ending as well, where, uh, you like, hype yourself up to him, and then he chases you, and then Conal bails you out. Yeah. Um, a lot of focus in this volume, on, in these volumes of, like, MSPA reader self-introspection about kind of being a weird loser. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 that's in there. Uh, what, what do you think of, uh, of, of, of this route? Uh, I liked it. I think as Daja is, is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a sucker for anime references mm-hmm. uh but like yeah like we said there's there's like not much to it and kind of not much to him like there's no like there's no commentary to talk about there's no there's no big event like the the, the big event of the chapter like you don't even really take part in and you just kind of win just by doing nothing <laughs> yeah incidentally um yeah, we, this is a this is a, a good character uh, mid story uh, moment. Yeah, um, which is not the worst thing. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful to to see to to see Azdaja again, especially because now we have uh, Azdaja and Konal like set up as characters. I'm hoping to to get more action with them in the future. Um, fingers crossed. Don't spoil it for me. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Uh, 
cool stuff. Um, so that was so that was fast. Uh, do you want to talk about the three that are like weird? Are all three of them weird? Oh um, yeah, yeah. Okay, now that, now yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, they are. <laughs> the, the two of them are a little bit weirder. the The third one is just kind. Of, the last one is like a little bit easier, but they they're all kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's talk about Amicia again. <laughs> and and enter, entering the weird zone. Entering the weird zone. Um. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so my notes. Um. My notes here go. Uh. Oh no, it is really her. And then, oh no, again. <laughs> um, and then, uh, if you skip a couple lines down, um, I, I have written down in my notebook, uh, I have never been this unhappy about big clown titties on the screen. <laughs> I've never been this uh, begrudged and upset about what's happening on my computer right now. You don't like Chahut? I no, I did not. What the I did not heck? Like um, I I feel like maybe I didn't get what I was supposed to. If I'm not, if I I feel like I may not might not have gotten what I was intended to. I mean, um, but okay. like generally overall, I did not like Chahut very much. Interesting. Uh, she creeps me out way too bad. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Sound the alarms, everybody. Uh. Our highest. Bloodcast appearance. Uh, yeah, we, we we got a clown. Uh, we, we do have a clown, and the clowns will be the highest we will go. Unfortunately, forever. Ah, uh, damn. Well, uh, we do we do have a clown on our hands. Um, so the the first thing that maybe maybe gets her, maybe gets her off from the wrong foot. Maybe I just can't read. Um, but the the whole like uh really drumming up like her the 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 age difference and like the physical difference like i'm not uh i i don't i'm not to sound like i i don't mean to come across as like a weirdo who obsesses over like age gap and size gap and whatever the fuck but like it it was it's it, given what we know given our precedent of high bloods right given gamzy given the makaras yeah given what we know the tr- the clown religion Given like how we know it operates, like what it stands in for, um, having Chahut be presented as like this big, scary figure who like has sway over maybe not as much Amicia, but she does like physically like placate her like multiple times over the conference. Like it is just really creepy. It really creeped me out. Um, did did not like Chahut. Okay, um, I see where you're coming from. And the, uh, okay, um, let's talk about, uh, Clown Church. Yes! Uh. Finally! (laughs) Let's talk about Clown Church. Um, so, okay, so let's, actually, let's just, uh, rewind a little bit. So this route, uh, opens with you, um, MSPA reader, uh, we didn't even talk about, like, what actually happens to the Azaja route, uh, but the, the, the... Lead into this um, uh, volume is that MSPA reader is like on a train. It's like hopped on a train, and uh, at at different points hops off. So in this one, uh, you found yourself uh, 
you you get off the train, you find yourself immediately assailed by Amicia and Chahut in uh, Charlie in, in a pursuit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the other one you encounter, Azadra. Uh, so you run into Amicia and Chahut. Um. Chahut. Uh, Amicia introduces Chahut as the one with the uh was like the precious blood or like valuable blood. Um. You know, great way to talk about a, a person um, that you should definitely not. Uh, you should definitely keep like standing there, and not run away as fast as you can. Um, so Chahut shows up. Uh, is immediate is very scary, very large, very intimidating. Um, and uh, says like, uh, what what was it? it was like um, oh we uh, we 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 can either go to the we can either go to the massacre. Or we can go to the clown church. Um, so you have the choice between going to the massacre and going to the clown church. If you go to the massacre, uh, you hang around with uh, Chahut and um, Amicia as they uh, murder uh, a low blood, um, and you uh, storm away uh, because this is too much for you. Which is, you know, I guess props to MSP Reader for having some morals in this situation. Let's go. <laughs> um, otherwise, you go to clown church. Uh, and at clown church... Um, Chahut is uh, expected to present you um, as a, a supplicant uh, or whatever uh, since she brought you there. Um, we get to see what uh, the, the clown religion's place of worship looks like. Um, I gotta say it looks pretty cool. Uh, it's a... Uh, there's, there's blood everywhere. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a very pretty... Um, I don't know how to describe it uh kind of stained glass uh type deal yeah uh and uh it's it, it, it's 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 churchy um i'm just the worst describing things i'm so sorry you get the idea uh so uh Chahut goes up to do her thing at the podium um which appears to mostly be uh rapping in the tradition of insane clown posse um and then it's your turn uh you're expected to present something uh, and the two ways that the route can end are either you fail to preach, you fail to impress, um, or you put your heart into it, uh, and immediately follows is, um, a scene. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a scene. Yeah. The, so if you, the, the, the bad ending for this, uh, route is like, there's a weird hazing ritual, um... And then you get murdered. Uh, and that's about as much detail as we're going to go into it. Yeah. Um, so I will I will present that as another reason for not liking Chahut very much. Um, the fail to preach ending is the uh, is the good one. Um, in this one, uh, you just kind of go to the podium. You kind of squeak a little bit. And then you go back down in your seat. Nobody kills you. Um, another one of the high bloods uh, starts kind of schmoozing on you. Uh, and Chahut kind of pulls you away and is like, nah, that's, this is my, uh, this is my supplicant. Um, so it's, you're some, you're not in, uh, you're not in a good seat of, uh, power here, I would say. Um, you get, uh, you get drunk on Fago, um, and... You let's see. Uh, so okay, yeah. So the other uh high blood, basically, uh, like they get you drunk on Fago, um, and then who uh, I who appears to be the Grand High Blood, uh, himself calls in to 
uh, chastise Chahut uh, for bringing such a shitty alien to uh, to service. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a little sequence where uh, MSP reader in their uh, drunk haze hits on the Grand High Blood, which comes out of nowhere, and I was a little bit surprised by. W- would you not hit on the Grand High Blood? I don't think I would. <laughs> Um, What's wrong with you? You're not down with the clown? What's going on? Uh, uh, mm. Let me tell you, brother, when the day comes, you will not make it into clown girl honk heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm betraying the fold. I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, um... So, that's a little weird. Uh... And then, um, what happens with that? Uh, the Grand High Blood, uh, basically turns to Jahut and it's like, well, uh, you need a buddy for the ordeals, um, and we have this weird, pathetic little alien here who seems to have survived against all odds, and you could learn a thing or two about surviving from them. So you're spared in that sense, and you become Jahut's friend by declare, by decree of theocrat, uh, of theocracy. Let's go! <laughs> um, what a... D- what what a time! What what's your take on it? What do you think of this? Because um, it sounds like we have different takes. I I enjoyed this chapter, like mostly on the basis of like, this is the first real concrete display of like what the clown religion is, like just a little little taste. I mean, like we have what we have Gamzee, obviously, mm-hmm. but Gamzee's a bit of a a weird case because you know he he's kind of involved in the creation of the religion that he's a part of. So yeah, he's he's kind of the most important one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I like I. There were like some weird lines, but I didn't like register them as like taken down the whole route. Like I enjoy the route. Uh, oh, I, I I like the story a lot. Um, I I uh, sorry, I, I like the story. I think that like the lore, I think like the world building is like very cool. And I think this is like one of the most effective so far. I just like did not like Jode as a character. Okay. You're, Sorry. You're, go ahead. You're, we're gonna have some people breaking down the door to the recording booth to or like have your I, head. I'm not a Ch- I'll say it. I'm not a Chahut <laughs> liker. Okay. <laughs> I I appreciate her place in the story and I appreciate what she's there for. I'm not a I'm not uh I ain't out here making a Chahut fan cam. Okay. But yeah, uh, I I don't know. I like it when the clowns are around. I I still am a sucker for the the funny Fago characters. I mm-hmm. I just like it when they're on screen. Yeah, I think it's funny. Um, it's it's a little bit weird for it to be to for it to well. Mm. I don't know if it's weird, but, like, it kind of uh, drags down the comedy of it a little bit when, like, the introduction is also marred by, like, a POV uh, intoxicated character gets uh, molested, question mark, as part of a murder hazing ritual. Yeah. Um, it's a little weird. Yeah. It's weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, to be clear, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not, like, saying that it shouldn't be in here. Like, that's what kind of weird I mean. It's, it's just, like, 
oh, this is, like, a lot less fun than the previous route we yeah. just did. Yeah. I get what you're um, saying. Yeah. I think that it's a... I think that, like, it's a really cool way to showcase the cost. And I do like the, um, the fleshing out of, like... Or... I kind of like that, uh, we're picking up the theme from Gamzee of, like, the thread of... Uh, the way I see it is, like, the, the thread of, like, as Gamzee was to the people he was close with, um, like, uh... Terezi and Karkat. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm seeing, like, that his his patterns of abusive behavior, like, that theme being kind of continued in the way I read Cho's interactions with uh, uh, Amicia and the reader. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. Um, and the, uh, I think the other high blood in, in the church, like, trying to, um, like, steal you away... Uh, like, it mentions that he, it, like, the other high blood was, like, putting his hand on your thigh. Yeah. Um, like, that's a really, uh, that's a really strong image to evoke, right? Of, like... Yeah. You get taken to clown church, uh, by a random person who is, like... At, by a random person who you're terrified of who could kill you, and then as soon as you're there, like, the other clowns are trying to creep on you. Like, it's, it's a very, um... It's very... It, it's a very, uh... Stark image. Yeah. Um, I think it communicates, uh, like, the, the high blo- what the high bloods are about pretty effectively. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's, it's a time. Uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, um, this, I, I think I had a, an interesting experience when it got to the church part, because, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm pretty sure we've talked about before how you don't necessarily have a religious background mm-hmm. uh just atheist. yeah did you ever at any point in your childhood have a friend invite you to their church i did um, did you go I, no i never went <laughs> uh okay <laughs> mostly because my parents would never want to go yeah um one time when i was like seven or eight uh i i like stayed over at a friend's house saturday night and I, I, I am, uh, well, I, not, I am, I, I used to be a, a Baptist and for, for the uninformed on like denominations in Christianity, Baptists are like the, 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 they don't really care about anything. They're like all the, all the rituals that Catholics have, they're like fully against that. Like there's some that are preserved in other denominations, but like it's, it's very chill uh and that saturday night my friend was like oh by the way we're going to we're going to church in the morning and my friend oh, no. my friend was not a baptist and i i can't remember exactly what what denomination they were a part of but it was definitely one of the ones that's closer to like catholic mm-hmm. ritual stuff uh and I went and it was like the scariest experience of my life because I don't know, they were doing the Lord's prayer and I was like, what's going on? Where am I? <laughs> as, as, as somebody who was raised atheist, whenever my mom describes it, it was like going to Catholic church, it, it just always sounds like some shit out of berserk. <laughs> yeah. When, 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 when you're in a church and they still have some of those, those Catholic rituals, it's, 
uh, <laughs> it's an experience. Like I, I like the communions I have were like grape juice and like graham crackers. Okay, like I don't, I don't know what's you, going on anymore. You don't fuck with a behalit? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, clown church. Clown church. Yeah, it was just like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, uh, um, I apologize to the Chihut, uh, fan community. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, uh, surprised that Amicia plays, like, no part in this route outside of, like, the early bad end. Yeah, she really just, uh, showed up and then left. <laughs> Although the early Bannon might be the, the might be the best ending. Um Yeah. <laughs> overall. Uh at least for MSP reader. Um Yeah. Uh I let me think here. I I find it interesting that like we keep getting like these concentrated doses of um MSPA reader self awareness uh in the next volume. Um, immediately after this one, where, like, it's extremely, like, MSP Raider is, like, just chomping at the bit to, um, uh, what, 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 what's the word? Uh, to debase themselves for the chance to just die horribly for no reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's a, this is a route. Um, I will say, I'll, I'll I guess... My to to be clear, I I like the route a lot. Uh, it's very good. I think it's honestly one of like the best, one of the better ones so far. Um, in terms of just story, uh, and being a, I I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, it's it's good. Uh, so shout shout out. Um, uh, if it makes you feel any better in terms of character, we're gonna have some better clowns down the road. Ooh. Uh. It's going to be some interesting experience. <laughs> I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Amicia shows up and then isn't there. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, feel like we're, I feel like we're burning through these um, a little bit too fast. Uh, but I suppose uh, we can talk about... Uh, Zebedee, um, the, the, the most, uh, mixed mess, some of the most mixed messages I've ever gotten from one of these routes, I think. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I was not sure what this story was trying to say. Uh, before, before we get into it, I hate this character. <laughs> oh. I can't stand this guy. <laughs> I, 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 I want to let, I, I almost want to let you take it away then. I want to let you do I, this, if, if you feel this strongly. First of all, this is not a character in a video game. This is a real person. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. This is a real person that exists, and I'm sure we've all interacted with at some point in our lives. The, the story goes out of the way to establish that it's a real... The, the story, like, at the end of the route, it turns to the camera and is like, this is a real person like you and me, and you should be nice to them. <laughs> I will not be nice to them. I, I will be mean to them. Uh, I don't know if I, if I want to take it away. Uh, I, I just wanted to set the stage. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, my Zebedee notes are kind of, 
are, are a little bit incoherent, uh, but I'll, I'll do my best just because I was so unsure what was going on the whole time. Um, the, the first, my first two lines on this character are, uh, Surava fanboy and then the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, so we are introduced to this character, uh, by a, Random solicitation by a chitter user. Uh, we are on our phones dicking around and we see that we have a, a new follower um, who uh, wants to be our friend. Um, so the first our first detail that we uh, learn about this character is that uh, he's a huge Sarava fanboy. Um, and indeed wants to be your friend because he saw Surava's live stream that you guessed it on and was like, oh my god, another cool internet person that I can form a personal relationship with. Um, so this brings us to our first thing that this is commenting on, which is, uh, parasocial relationships, um, which is that they are, uh, probably bad. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the second thing that we immediately realize about this character is that, uh, he is just doing every single word that comes out of his mouth in an attempt to guilt trip you. Um, it is obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is truly heinous. Um, this is the. This was the route so far that I have felt the most disconnected from MSPA reader. Um, and that's saying something. Considering the last one, uh, I was like, I, I was like, can we please leave this? Can we please not, uh, do this in the scary clown church, MSP reader? Please do not do this to yourself. Yeah. Um. It's, it's so much worse when MSP reader is, like, reading the way that this kid is talking to them and is like, oh, I should try to bend over backwards for this person. Cer- certainly. Um, that's a, that's the best thing to do uh, when confronted with, with somebody like this. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I forget what exactly the trigger is for the uh, the early bad end, but it's it's it, it gives you a nice little taste of what's to come, which is that... Uh, you, 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 wait, was it, uh, oh yeah, uh, you talk, you asked about, like, him living out in the middle of nowhere, and you mentioned that you've been out to the middle of nowhere, and he starts, like, trying to guilt trip you for hanging out with Skyla instead of him. Uh... Great, great sign, great, great sign off the bat. Um, I, I like that a lot of times the early bad innings are, like, you can use them to get a read of what this character's toxic trait is. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, uh, does that hold true here. Um, so, if, like, an idiot, uh, you agree to go and hang out with him, uh, MSP, MSPA reader, uh, just, uh, goes out of their way to steal a car to do so. Um, one of the, one of the dumbest reasons you could steal a car, um, to go meet, meet up with, uh, somebody who's, like, trying to gaslight you you've never met before on the computer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, just random stalker that followed you on Twitter. Uh, Yeah. So, you steal a car, and you uh, make the drive out to uh, Zebedee's uh, Country Hive. Um, okay, uh, random comment here. Um, the, the, the lampshading of racial stereotypes. I almost want to question if, we, if, if, if they can do that. If you can lampshade racial stereotypes like that when they're all true. Like, the all of the yellow bloods you've encountered so far are psionics. Like, that's not a stereotype. That's just true in Homestuck. Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, I can't be too, I can't, I, I don't want to dig on it too hard because that's probably a joke that I would also make and then realize like, eh, I don't know if that works. But, um, I just thought it, I, I just thought it was funny. Um, let's see. Uh, so you get to Zebedee's hive. Um, and the next, uh, the cr- crucial decision point, um, is, uh, Zebedee goes to leave you alone for a second and you get a call, uh, on your phone from Sarava and you can choose to either pick up or, or not. Um, I need somebody to make one of those memes that's like, uh, uh Sarava is calling, will you answer? <laughs> <coughs> but, um, if you pick up, you get to chat with, you get to chat with Sarava, um, and you mention, uh, Sarva invites you to hang out, and you mention that you're already hanging out with uh, a friend of yours. Um, and when you say who it is, uh, Sarava, uh, sours a little bit, and, uh, is like, hey, um, you just might want to know this, uh, check this out. And they send you a link to Zebedee's profile on a, uh, fanfiction website, and you get to see all of their uh, bandfic um, of varying levels of safer workness, uh, some of which features Sarava in a not safer work uh, environment. Horrible, um, evil, very strange behavior. Um, yeah, this is a this is a thing. This is this is a real topic to be brought up in. Yeah, um, do we want to talk about this? I am not qualified to talk about real person fan fiction. I have never been a particularly active in any real person fandoms where that was like a big thing. Um, so I just see it as a really weird invasion of somebody else's privacy. That, that's that's about how I feel about it. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably I, I think like the, one of the weirdest things you can do. It's it's really weird. Um, it's really weird, and I think it's like. I think the, the, the hard part about it, and I think the part that this reading wants to explore is that, um, it's like, what, how to, how to put this? Or like, what am I trying to get out here? Um, the idea that like, for people like Zebedee, it's like the, they're like not even really thinking about, uh, these people as like real people. Yeah. Um, it's, like, all just spectacle, uh, is kind of what I felt from it. Because, like, when when you mention, the, when, when, like, you ever talk about, like, actually hanging out with Sarava or, like, anything like that, uh, Zebedee, like, flickers really fast from, like, uh, childish fanboying to just his normal routine of being really mad that you're hanging out with somebody else. Like, just dismissing Sarava's personhood, basically. Yeah. Um... So I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought that might be what it was trying to get at. Um, but yeah, uh, weird stuff. Um, MS Peter is like not immediately judgmental of this, which is, um, I, I think, I think that in a situation like this, you have a right to be a little bit judgmental, uh, especially if like you are a person that they invited to, to, to come to their house because they saw you on the computer. Um, I would not, I would not go to a, I would not go to a fan's house in this context. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the way that that ends is, uh, that, yeah, uh, Zebedee finds you, uh, 
browsing his fanfiction profile, um, and you let slip that uh, you were just talking to Sarava, and he and uh, they told you about that. Um, the and yeah, like I was saying, uh, Zebedee's immediate reaction is not like asking about Sarava or anything that you would think that they would that uh, that he would be uh that he would want to talk about being such a huge fan, supposedly, uh, but just flips out on you again, and it's like, I can't believe you're talking to somebody who's not me! Uh, and then you kind of... And then that's kind of how it ends with him throwing a giant temper tantrum. Um, so that's great. Uh, the other choice, if you choose to ignore it and not pick up on Surava and not learn about uh, Zebedee's weird fan fiction, um is, uh, you just kind of hang out, and, uh, Zebedee starts to kind of flounder and get anxious trying to find something to do, uh, like, start cycling through different TV shows and video games, um, and, uh, I'm just kind of sitting here, and I'm like, man, this is just how you hang out in your 20s, uh, you got, just get used to it, kiddo, I'm sorry, Yeah. this is, this is, this is how it's gonna be, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the... MSG Reader suggests the natural endpoint of hanging out in your 20s, which is, hey, let's sit on the couch and watch the worst YouTube videos ever. Um, and uh, Zebedee is very uh, put off by the idea of looking at uh, YouTube, is very embarrassed uh, by the idea. Um, so you're like, no, it's fine, I won't judge. Um, and it, we go to his YouTube, and it's just like all like band stuff. Um, what's the, what was the name of the other band? I It, it slips my mind. The Stupid Troll... Uh, 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 the one that he's a fan of, yeah. Hatch to dance, yeah. Uh, big Zebedee is a big fan of uh, Hatch to dance and and Sarava, uh, and their YouTube hist- and his YouTube history is just all uh Hatch to dance interviews and Sarava streams. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, he downplays his interest really hard. Um. It's really annoying and ingratiating. Um, it's which is the point, I think. I, I don't think I know. It, it's the point. Um, until uh, suddenly you're interrupted by uh, someone outside uh, whose car you stole, uh, knocking on the door and screaming like, "Get out here, motherfucker! Give me my fucking car back!" Um, so, and this sucks. MSP reader, MSP reader is like ready to put their life on the line for Zebedee. Yeah. Um, and Zebedee is like so touched by this, and he's like, "Oh my god, nobody's ever offered to die for me before. That's so sweet that you would do that. <laughs> it's just awful, just fucking awful." Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it ends with uh, Zebedee uses his his. We didn't even go over this, this whole thing is like bees. It's, the bee theme doesn't even like matter. Um, the, he uses his psionic powers to get his bees to chase away the, the, the other troll. Um, and, uh, he's like, all right, we made a new friend. That's great. Um, and it ends on this, like, weird little, like, turn to the camera and moralize to the audience moment where it's like, uh, you realize that Zebedee being an ingratiating little piece of shit, uh, is actually the same way that you've been acting this whole time. Um, 
uh, what does it say? Uh, it says, it says like, it says like stop. It says like stop being a desperate piece of shit. Um, and then like whoever wrote this was so unsure of how to like make that flow that it just says, um, you just think that you don't know who it's to, but you just think it's good advice to have out there. Like <laughs> it's, I, I don't I don't know what this route wants out of me. I <laughs> I me neither. me neither. Here's here's my problem with the whole look into the camera moment. At at this point in the narrative, uh it's I I I am assuming the MSPA reader is still supposed to be meant as like a slot in for us. Uh, regardless of like things, th- th- weird moments, like it, mm. it's supposed to be anybody. You can't, you, you can't take your, your, your blank slate character that people have like, like the character was pitched as desperate for friends. Mm-hmm. That's the pitch. You can't in a later route be like, actually the pitch is bad. Sh- shut up. <laughs> it's, <sighs> You, you you give this annoying character and then you like c- complain into the camera that this is how the character we're supposed to be is written. It I I don't know what it wants from me. <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 I don't know I don't know whether this is like telling us the readers to be ni- more considerate of real people online or if it's like venting about writing the MSPA reader character to be the way they are or both. I think it's both. And I think that there's more to it. Like the, um, I don't, what's going on here, man. This, this is a, why are the Beatles there? <laughs> the Beatles are just there because it says B in the name. <laughs> the, the, the Beatles being in the, the the random inclusion of the little Beatles icon in the chat window like already jammed my fucking brainwaves up and man this is a stupid this is a stupid ass volume I hate yeah this. I don't I don't know why the Beatles were there because the 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 <laughs> band that he's really into is like a clear boys to men reference yeah it it's not why why is it the Beatles <laughs> I don't know the I um. I, I'm very open to like be considerate of people, uh, more a lot. Like I, I think we've established that like I, I like kind of like the exploration with on um, what their names, um, Falkel and Cooper. I'm like I, I thought that was kind of a fun exploration of a of a of a type of guy on the computer. Yeah. Um, and I think that this is too to an extent, but the messaging is like so mixed. Um, and it's also like bandom people which is a i i think i had like one band mutual on tumblr uh who i was just like a normal like normal friends with um like 10 years ago and that's the extent i interact with band kids like or not bank not not bank kids differently with like bandom people yeah um so like i don't really have any frame of reference for any of the, uh commentary like commentary if there's specific commentary going on here um, yeah, uh, <sighs> blunt rotation from hell. Hate it. Oh, uh, um, I, I, and I don't know. Cause like the MSP were having like a stop being a desperate piece of shit thing. Like f- 
it feels like it could also be like a story, like a like a story beat primer. Like, oh, we have to make MSP Reader not act like this anymore. It's we an introspection, but like I don't know what comes like I don't. It's so uh, it's so dumb and weird and incongruous and like yeah. I just don't like it. I just don't like what it's telling me. Um, they they pick like ugh. the worst character to like pull it with. Who I I don't have respect for people who write fan fiction about real people unless they're dead if it's if it's a dead real person and like a celebrity like if you want to write some john lennon fan fiction i don't care but if it's like a living breathing person who could like probably stumble across it i don't like that <laughs> i'm like I, i'm i i i also think it's weird and bad but like i it strikes me as a more of a like an immature behavior like a it strikes me as like a very like teenage thing to do yeah which, doesn't excuse it, but like teenagers will be teenagers in weird, unempathetic, blind spot ways. So like, it's it's not the worst sin for me. Like it's not, if I find out somebody online has written like real person fanfic, um, when they were like a like f- ages like fifteen to twenty or something, they'll be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, okay. Um, but it is very hard to, but like the specific like, place it puts you in, in the, in the volume of being, like, oh, you are a person that he is a fan of, like, this is a fan of yours, really throws a whole wrench in that, because from that angle, it's like, no, I would not want to spend time with this person, because I would feel like my privacy was being grossly invaded. Yeah. Um. Like, like the whole sequence at the beginning, where it's, like, he follows you on Chitter, and then he DMs you, and tells you to download a different app so that you can, he can FaceTime you. Yeah. Like I don't I don't like that. That's like creepy as hell to me. <laughs> like if like I have like like if if I'm in like in like a mutual Discord server with someone, I have it set that like they can DM me. Like mm-hmm. like if if a fan of ours like joined the Discord and then started like DMing me, I'd be like super creeped out and like block them and <laughs> it's Yeah, please do not do this. <laughs> I, I don't like it. It's it's very weird to me. <laughs> Yeah, um, it, <laughs> uh, 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 I, I, it just made me wish I could, we, we could be hanging out with Sarava. I miss Sarava. Yeah. Bring them back. Um, yeah, uh, I, this is a, I, I feel like the thumbs downs I've given have been pretty few and far between, but I'm going to give this one a thumbs down. Same. Um, try again. Uh. You know, the other thing is that, like, that annoy me about this is that, like, the B gimmick is, like, not even used. Um, well, well, like, <laughs> he, like, there are bees off screen. Well, like, we don't even see bees. Well, you see, every, every troll has to be, has to have a reference to the, the original 12 trolls in Homestuck. And he, he just, he just got stuck with the B stuff. Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. The capital off. He's like another hot dog boy. <laughs> he has a gimmick for no reason. <laughs> ugh, ugh. All right. Do you want to talk about Tagiri? I would love to talk about anime and also manga. <laughs> I would love to talk about Tagiri as well. Um, <laughs> this was one of the strangest uh, reading experiences for me personally because. As I went through it, um, I was becoming more and more entertained by this character. Uh, when I got when we got to the apartment, I'm like, man, I know way too many people 
uh, in real life who live in houses like this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I started understanding all of the references that I don't think that everybody... That are clearly references, but I don't think we're expected for everybody to understand. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I'm being targeted. Yeah. Uh, I understood that reference to a censored sex scene in a visual novel. I'm being targeted. <laughs> um... So the uh, the so you, you okay? I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh, so Tagiri. Um, the first thing I noticed is that I've heard his theme before. I don't know where, but it drove me crazy. Um, um I'm like I've heard this piece of music before. The theme is Assault from Homestuck Volume Nine and Ten. Uh, is it just a Homestuck song? That would oh, it's it. a, it's a Toby Fox song. That would explain it. Um, okay. So, yeah, uh, it, it the Tagiri's presentation is, is not particularly subtle. Uh, he invites you to Anime Club at his house, uh, and you're the only one who's coming uh, because he's a loser and he has no friends. So you accept naturally. Um, the I I did think the early bad end was quite funny. I want to give that a shout out. Um, the one uh the 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 choice between sub and dub not mattering um and also him just being like extremely wrong and extremely confident in it is very funny yeah <laughs> um absolute dub lord uh very funny uh but i like that the early bad end is you saying that you think both are fine and he just chews you out for your lack of conviction <laughs> and then you get the um, funny, that was funny the funny the funny evangelion reference yeah, pathetic. Pathetic. Uh, we love anime. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. The so we go back to his apartment. Um, it's a it's an it's a it's a weave apartment. Um. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the uh. So he put he he uh he goes he names some anime uh that uh that he 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 goes through some some troll anime uh makes makes some cute little references um and then uh he, he uh he picks out a, a show for you to watch um and as you're watching it uh he realizes that he's got a bad script um he did not pay for this version of the localization uh and so he drags you along to go to his his favorite uh otaku store uh to go and get his money back um and it's at this point that we learn of tagiri's critical character flaw which is that he's a fucking cop lord just the <laughs> worst just one of the most <laughs> reprehensible trolls we've met so far he sucks so bad it's so funny um he's like super into like the whole aesthetic of justice and shit from anime but he's like he he is just a trizisim. Like he just wants to serve the crown. Um, he's a he's a like. There's not even any sympathy here on the grounds of being a teal blood because we've established that like teal bloods by like birthright are not. Uh, there's no racial characteristic that makes them narcs. Yeah. Um. Because of uh oh my gosh I already forgot her name uh Tizius. um. Yeah, we, we we had a we had the uh our, our wonderful volume with uh Tizius uh last week and now we are back to a teal blood who just loves the cops and murdering people for doing crimes um 
and he sucks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's really <laughs> remarkable. Um, so you get to the, the, the import store, and uh, the scene that plays out is that uh, he... Um, he tries to, he finds out that, uh, some of the anime and manga that the, the store owner is selling, uh, contains, uh, prohibited material, which is another interesting can of worms to get into, uh, that I'm not sure that this reading wanted to explicitly tackle its own, but we can, uh, whatever. Um, so he gets, he know he finds this contraband material and he, uh, begins threatening the, the shopkeeper's life, um, with, with intent to kill. Uh, with, with, like, clear intent to kill. Um, so, MSP Reader can either step in to stop him, uh, or not. Um, he fails to kill the shopkeeper, uh, either way. Um, but, uh, yeah. Like, he, even when you, when you, when you try to talk him down, like, he's not really convinced, like, he's really set in his whole fucking bullshit. Um, it's... It's really obnoxious. Uh, he goes to a. He's like, he's like stuck up to the drones. Like the drones are like the most inanimate, like inhuman thing established in any Homestuck lore. Is just being like, these are the cop robots that will just kill you for no reason. Yeah. And he's like going up and just sucking them right off. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I would like to report a crime. Yeah, he's like, dude, yeah, like that's what he's. Oh my god. Um, yeah, uh, uh, uh just, <laughs> okay, and then we learn, uh, the, the, the strangest detail about his character, which is that, um, he has a, his relationship with Polipa, as he describes it anyway, is that, uh, he found her, um, in, when her, her house burned down, her eye burned down, uh, Lucis passed away, uh, and he was like, I knew in that moment that I had to kill that I, I I shouldn't have helped her. I should have killed her because trolls who grow up without a loose is all must be culled. But I still have a relationship with her, and I know I have to kill her someday. And it's just so weird. It's so weird and creepy and cringy. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So it goes on. Um. You do. You encounter Polipa on the way back to his hive. Um. And, like, one of the first things she does is, like, immediately lie to him that, uh, you and her are Moirails, uh, which I think maybe gives us an interesting hint to how she views him. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then you all go back to his Hive for Anime Club, and you watch anime together. Um, Let's go, I love anime! <laughs> This is my this is my personal nightmare blunt rotation. Uh, Polipa, uh, MSP reader, and Tagiri. <laughs> um, yeah, Jesus. Uh, what 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 a what a what a uh, what a character. Um, I wanna I wanna start the discussion this one out by just saying that not everybody who owns uh naked anime figures is like this. Uh, Are you I sure? I the floor to you, John. Are you? Yes. Sure? <laughs> yes. Uh, Aiden. I would know. How many anime references did you pick up on? <laughs> a lot of them. I think I understood all the ones. I don't remember explicitly what they were, but I, re I remember there was one to Full Metal Alchemist. That was really easy. Yeah, that was Philosopher uh, Half Iron. 
Yeah, and then um, I wasn't sure what the middle one was. I, th- I figured it was just like My Hero Academia. Yeah, it was, it was like, yeah. oh, it says hero. Yeah, it's a, it was school fed heroism, and I like thought about it for a while, and I was like, yeah, that, that's got to be like My Hero Academia. I can't think of anything else. Some shit. And then the last one is Fate Stay Night, uh, which is like mostly easy to identify because of the weird name formatting. Yeah. Um, do you want me to explain the 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 censorship reference? Yeah, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Okay. Um. So. Uh, disclaimer, I'm not a fate expert. Um, I uh, I would like to shout out uh, a friend of the show, Corin, uh, resident fate expert in my life. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I read part of the visual novel at one point because I was interested in it. And it is an interesting, uh, is an interesting experience for sure. Uh, I liked what I read of it. The problem was that it was like a, an old, janky fan translation on... Um, and I just do not do well looking at a screen reading uh, choppy English <laughs> for prolonged periods of time. Yeah. Um, but because that like in I, I it's in my list of things that I will probably go back to it if it gets another translation, just because I found a lot of the world building and the lore to be really cool. And I liked a lot of the characters. Um, but really, the thrust of the, the, the important thing about Fate Stay Night is that it's a visual novel written by a pervert. <laughs> um, that was supposed to be, it, it, it's, it's like an attempt to be like a porn game yeah. that accidentally has a shitload of really interesting world building and, uh, like character stories. Um, not accident. I don't want to say accident. I don't want to give the author that little credit, but like, um, it, the, the shadow of it trying to be a porn game hangs over it. Yeah. Uh, and there, there are a number of, uh, arrow scenes, um, in in Fate Stay Night, and I use the term uh, I use the term erotic lightly because they're probably some of the least erotic attempts at pornography <laughs> that you can find on the internet. Um, they're not they're not sexy. Um, and if you jerked off to these, please seek help. But uh, the reference that uh, Tagiri makes uh, to the CGI dragon is so when Fate Stay Night got a I believe it was released on the PS2 got a home console release. Um, they replaced all of the sex scenes uh, with alternate scenes, and one of them, the only one that I actually got to when I tried to read the visual novel, uh, instead of having a, a threesome um, with the two girl, main girls at that point, uh, the main character, uh, you go into his mind palace, <laughs> and he gets like. He hallucinates being, like, having all of his skin seared off by a giant dragon breathing fire on him. Uh, That's awesome. And meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, like, what's actually happening is, like, he is laying pipe, uh, and uh, the other girl, like, has her arm, like, uh, wrist deep uh, in the in the girl's other hole. It's a wild, it's a wild thing that's going on. This but rules. What's happening, <laughs> what, but the replacement is, like, him dying by being burned to death by a big CGI dragon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there's my, uh, th- this is, uh, Aiden coming to you from the weeb corner, uh, giving you some context into some of our cute little anime references we got, uh, in, in the anime pervert route. Very cool. <laughs> Very fun. <laughs> um, I, I, there were probably other. I didn't. Uh, the, maybe the maybe the things that fell out of the um, the box in the store were supposed to be reference to something. I was not like parsing them. I mean, there was a that. there was a pants cat reference. 
Oh, was there? Yeah, he said I... he said something about a, a red guy with his pants hiked up way too far. Oh, I thought that that was a joke about, like, anime characters having legs that were way too long. I, I registered as Pants Cat. I, I, w- I was just in, like, anime mode. I don't know what the other reference was, but I, I definitely registered that as Pants Cat. Uh-huh. Um, some other things that I picked up on, uh, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the sprites that he cycled through was a JoJo pose. That, yep. Um, another one of the sprites was, uh, the pose from the, I have the power of God and anime on my side, Vine. <laughs> uh, funny, funny reference. I got that one. Um, let's see. Uh, when when he goes on his monologue, uh, some of the lines reference the Navy SEAL copy pasta, which I thought yeah. was really funny. You're fucking dead, kiddo. <laughs> Very classic. Um, I think I think the 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 biggest reference that I think is the most notable, um, is an MSPA reader talks about. I-, I think it's one of the figures that he has or something. The tasteful nudity line? No. Uh, he, he talks about a character that has heart-shaped horns and a pink heart symbol. And that is a direct reference to popular Homestuck fan series, Sugoi Quest for Kokoro. Which is probably one oh. of the funniest pieces of Homestuck fan media, like, ever. I love, I love Sugoi Quest for Kokoro. Oh my god. It's been Oh my god. Did you forget? Did you forget Sugoi Quest for Kokoro? I did! I did! Oh my god. I <sighs> I I like I like rewatched all of them like I think last year. Uh and they I think they still hold up. I think Dr. Chan and the like blown out mic screaming is still really funny. <laughs> I'm having a moment right now. <laughs> I forgot him. I like erased this from my memory hole. Oh my god. Yeah, uh shout out to Sigoy Quest for Kokoro. Uh check that one out. Classic. Uh yeah. I'm sure there were other references in there in the art in the background that I didn't pick up on because I'm a fake anime fan who doesn't watch it. I think anime. a lot of it's kinda generic. There was like a big sword with bandages on it, maybe that's bleach or something. I don't know. Big Sword with bandages on it is like such a stupid trope that should not be in more than one thing, but that could either be Bleach or Final Fantasy uh, yeah. Crisis Core. Yeah. Or Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah. Uh, the I found that um, linking together Tagiri and Polipa was really funny uh, because like I find Polipa like so specifically cringe in, in a way that like compliments Tagiri perfectly. Um, this was, this is, this, this is my special hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, very, very fun, uh, really fun reading. Um, Tagiri is such a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I think that it's, again, it, it the, uh, the narr like, the narration kind of, like, hammers a little bit, like, maybe he just needs friends, like, stuff like that. Um, and, like, I guess for what it's worth... Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of weebs just don't really have a lot of friends. It's true. Um, but, like, I, like I said, like, 
not everybody who owns like nudie anime figures is like a weird uh is like a a weird fascist nut job. Yeah. Um so I, I guess to those if anybody is like listening to the message of empathy, like yeah, it, it's it's true it's it's true that uh you know you should you know it's true that somebody owning like a naked anime girl statue doesn't make them like a whore, like the worst person ever. And like, they, they're probably just kind of a weird, like everyone's kind of weird and they might've seen some friends. Um, but like the, <laughs> if, 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 if you're picking up on this message, know that, uh, the weird, uh, Tagiri's love of the status quo and love of being a cop is definitely you definitely should not expect that as a given when interacting with the weebs. Yeah. Like a lot of weebs can a lot of weebs have pretty bad politics, but like it is absolutely not a given, especially like among people who actually get out and, and have friends. Because a lot of weebs have friends. I don't know. I'm just defending myself and my friends here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry guys. I own a naked anime figure. <laughs> um this is my this is uh, me coming clean. Go ahead, share share what character does. Go ahead and tell us. Oh, I, I, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I actually do. Yeah, I have a. Um, I guess any Kill a Kill fans in the crowd, I have a uh, the uh, Satsuki uh, Hot Springs figure. Um, I bought it for myself. Uh, I <laughs> I bought it for myself as a gift for graduating from uh from college. <laughs> um, I like pre-ordered it when they reprinted it, and I was like, all right, if I don't, uh, if I graduate, then I won't cancel my pre-order, and I graduated, so I got it. Um, if anybody wants to 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 see it uh you can you can uh, at me on twitter or in the discord i guess um so yeah all my chips on the table uh but yeah uh tagiri is tagiri's a weeb and so he sucks but like he sucks even worse than weebs have to suck so i don't know if i'm a huge fan of the um attempt to humanize him uh or like the the they the, the, the amount it goes out of its way to humanize him yeah at the same time though like the, the, the his relationship with Polipa, even though I'm not a big Polipa stan, like I I do have to kind of acknowledge that that is clearly like you know they're setting up an avenue for him like for him to for, for for there to be an influence in his life that turns him around from all this insane shit that he believes, which is like you know no, normally like normally like having a woman in your life uh is is how a lot of guys like this kind of fall out of those kind of beliefs. <laughs> So, there's room for him to be redeemed. Um, so yeah, uh, I get there. That's that's my thoughts on Tigari. Um, <laughs> I'm getting canceled for this one. <laughs> this is it. This is it, this is the episode that takes it all down. <laughs> do you have Do you have any additional? Uh, what do you have any additional commentary on Tigari? Um, I love anime and manga. <laughs> Garuga man. Garuga man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sakura <laughs> I love that video. Shout out to that video. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Garuga Mesh. Um, yeah. The worst part of that commercial is just when the narration kicks in. It's Vic Mignogna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Yeah. The, the <laughs> The, uh, I think that the way that Tigiri dresses is also extremely funny. Um, just for being like the stereotype, just for the the amount of stereotypical it is. Um, it's it's very comical. Uh, yeah. Um, 
yeah, well, do you have any additional thoughts on, on this character besides anime rocks? Uh, uh yeah, I did all I, I did think all the cop stuff was cringe. <laughs> yeah. It was like super cringe. It's it's very unbased. It's weird because um have we had like a character who's like super let me think. Um Gorgor is like kind of a sleazeball for his own interests. Like I feel like the 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 ideological like the ideological fascist is like a really rare occurrence in Homestead. Like the like the troll who unironically endorses the the government. Yeah. Um it's it was also just a weird experience like to just be on the ground with a character who was like, yeah, actually, uh I love the drones. They kick ass. Yeah. Um cuz even like the uh cuz like <sighs> We know at least we know that like people like zebra exist. Like we know that people who are like on the higher rungs of Alternian society, but uh, make gestures and like try really hard socially to appear to appear like class conscious and and have empathy for low bloods. Like we know it's a thing that exists. Like that's established. Even though zebra himself is like a slime ball, um, we know that like there's room for that in this society, and so. Um, it's, we can just, it just, it just feels like a, like, completely way to take Tagiri at his, at complete face value and, like, judge him for saying the things that he says the same way that, like, you would judge somebody in real life for being, like, uh, no, actually, like, specific incident of violence perpetrated by the police was actually good. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, he just is very easy to judge like on his face the same way that you would judge somebody in real life for being awful yeah yeah um okay i think i've i've squeezed the toothpaste tube of of my thoughts on tagiri uh pretty dry tagiri sucks tagiri sucks (laughs) um but uh yeah those are those are our four routes for today um what a time we had uh this is a this is a crazy one. Um, I think overall, like in terms of storytelling, I like this one. Like this might be one of my favorites, like selections in terms of just getting stuff rolling and like, you know, we got the clown church. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it, it's it's we got we got a lot of uh gra- we got, we covered a lot of ground in terms of like commentary on alternative society and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I overall I think I really enjoyed today, even though um I don't know what the fuck. Zebedee was doing that in the middle. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. We're officially past the halfway mark now. Oh my lord. We did it. We're we're almost there. Yeah. Eight, uh, eight more to go. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, there was like some other comment like in one of the intros. I think that was like, you have made somewhere in the realm of one to nineteen friends at this point. Yeah. Um, and. It occurs to me that that gives leeway for literally any of the endings to be canon, except for the ones where you die, uh, or the ones that are like directly referenced in other endings. Just because you do always have at least one friend, which was a uh, Chixie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, generally quite good. Um, like some of the commentary missed the mark, uh, or maybe I. I don't know what the mark was, or I didn't see where the commentary was going, uh, or it was invisible, or what. 
Um, but uh, I think this, the highs the highs were quite high. Um, so yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, anything? Do we have anything else? Uh, there was that one thing that that, that I remembered earlier that relates to anime and manga. Uh, yeah. What about it? It feel it feels weird like bringing it up at the end of the episode. <laughs> Because I, I we, we can we can rewind we can rewind a minute. What 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 do we want to? Because I go ahead. It, it was like fully just like an intro talking point, just to like talk about what I've been doing this week. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it it it. it so we can save it for the next intro. We can save it for. Next I'll time forget next intro. <laughs> okay, okay, get fine. It, it, go it won't be relevant anymore. Uh, it, it, last episode I said that I was reading Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. I finished Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Dang. Have you I heard a lot of, I've heard a lot of for that series. You haven't read it? I've not read it, no. You should read it. It's interesting. Maybe I will. I have a lot of other manga that I'm working on. I've started reading manga again. I've been reading Fist of the North Star. That manga fucking rocks. Um I I shout out to Fist of the North Star. Uh, Hell yeah. I could I could talk about it for like five minutes right now, but I don't I, I won't. Yeah. Ch- um, Chainsaw Man was just a really interesting experience for me because the only manga I've ever read is JoJo. <laughs> wow! Like, like, Damn. like I have a, I have a my anime list account. So if anyone wants to see what I'm reading or watching, anyone can at any time. We need some manga in your life. We need to get yeah. some more manga in your life. Yeah, my manga list is like all JoJo, and then <laughs> Chainsaw Man. <laughs> we got we got to get you some uh some berserk. I, I a dark fantasy. I, manga. I have I have some like uh. Here, I have it pulled up right now. Uh, my my my, <laughs> my my to read list is really short, so I'll run through it really quickly. Uh, my my plan to reads are Twentieth Century Boys, Akira, Berserk, uh, Claymore, Dor Hidoro, Hunter Hunter, I Am a Hero, JoJo Part Seven, JoJo Part Eight, uh, Demon Slayer, uh, oh god, A Silent Voice, uh. Goodnight Pun Pun, I think is the full name of it. Pun Pun. Oh yeah, yeah. Pun Pun. Uh, that was a big one a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah, that's that's my to read list. So it's like really short, but I I feel like I've hit a lot of the big notes. Bump Dora Hodora up on there. Dora Hodora fucking whips ass. I hear so many good things about it. It's so good. It's so good. All right, we can't say we're talking about anime forever. Yes, we can. Um, yes, we can. <laughs> I, I had another. Th- okay, I said earlier. So I'm not gonna. I don't want to spend 15 more minutes talking about this but i did think it was it it, caught, it struck me as odd how um what was it uh i think or not odd but like there was a dimension of commentary in tagiri that i don't think we had the time to get into or like i don't know if i have the qualifications to get into completely but yeah. like uh the his like whole thing with like censorship um is really interesting because like usually when you hear weebs complain about censorship it's like the opposite of what Tagiri is talking about. Like, those big censorship stinks are always, like, something really fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, uh, airbrushing the pelvis bones out of, like, a 14-year-old girl or something. Yeah. Like, just weird, usually weird shit that's, like, why do they unsexualize children? Um, not the kind of conversation that you usually ever want to be a part of. But I thought it interesting that, like, any, like, Tagiri is, like, hinted at having a really passionate take on anime censorship, but he's, like, pro-censorship. Yeah. Um... That's a that's that's an interesting uh I think spin to put on the character um considering his like cop streak uh like 
he's both an awful horny weeb and like a uh, weird Puritan, which which I guess gels considering like a lot of shit weebs are like just generally against things that they don't enjoy. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into this, but yeah, yeah, I thought that was an interesting tidbit to throw in there. Um, all right. Uh, now that I've officially run out of things to say about Tagiri, um, shall we wrap this one up? I think we can. All right. Well, in that case, uh, you've been listening to a Homestuck podcast. I'm Aiden. And I'm John. Uh, John, um, in the spirit of not getting this in the same order every time ever, uh, what are we reading next week? Uh, we're going to be reading Hive Swap Friend Sam. Volumes 11 and 12. Holy shit. Cool. All right. Now that we know that out of the way, uh, do you want to thank our patrons? I would love to. Let's go. Shoutouts to the Big Nine. Tezrak, Danny, Caffeine, Leo, Gareth F., Simon Martins, Corin, Ina E., and Darsh. Thank you for money. Thank you all so much for money. Um... If you would like to join uh, the illustrious ranks of our patrons, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash hpcast, and you can give us uh, your money. Uh, you can get episodes a couple days early, listen to us over the weekend instead of on Monday. Um, and uh, that's mostly it right now. Uh, hypothetically, we have bonus episodes. Uh, those will come back at some point. Uh, but my life has kind of just been very high stress uh, this year so far. So... Uh, Intermissions will return when morale improves. Yeah. Um, but for the time being, uh, you can pledge to us uh, for just a little bit of money. And, uh, you know, if you want to uh, get John to say at the episode, that'd be cool. Um, or not. Uh, because really here, uh, ah, that's not a good transition. That's not a really good way to do that. <laughs> um, I was, okay. Whether I give us money, uh, I don't really care because I would love to extend a shout out to all of our listeners in general as well. Um, whether you to support us financially or not, uh, it's amazing just to have anybody here supporting us by giving us your ear. Uh, we come here every week. Uh, I spit, I vomit up a bunch of thoughts on the floor and, uh, I think it's really cool that anybody wants to hear what I got to say. Um, so shout out everybody. Uh, stay awesome. Uh, love you guys. Hell yeah. Um, and I would like to send our third shout out, uh, as always, to Alex, our artist and editor, uh, goaded with the sauce, uh, cracked, um, just the greatest, uh, greatest to ever do it. Uh, it enables everything we do around here. Um, shout out, Alex. You're great. We love you. And uh, with that, um, I think uh, we will see you again next time uh, with Hive Swap Friends in Flames 11 and 12. See ya. See ya.